1: Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. I'm Elizabeth Taylor. And I'm Alex Shapiro. We are estheticians in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and we work with really incredible, diverse, ambitious, and driven women that are killing it in life. And they deserve to be celebrated. So on this podcast, we're gonna be sharing their stories with you. Yeah, and then in between those interview episodes, we'll be doing segments where it's just the two of us, maybe some guest stars,
2: and we'll be chatting about <laughs> beauty, life weird shit about being in your 30s, and just learning more about one another, because that's what makes us more similar than different.
1: Also, we're a lot of fun, and we we have a super multicultural community, and we kind of think that you might too, so why not talk all things beauty under one black and Jewish roof? Hell yes. (laughs) Um, Also, we'll be answering listener questions, so make sure to write
2: to us at truebeautybrooklynpodcast at gmail.com. All right, guys, so let's
1: jump into the show. Shall we do? Um, so I guess we should talk about coming back this season, and the only reason that we're even splitting it up into seasons is because, I don't know, I don't know how many podcasts were started. We're taking a different turn. We're taking a different turn. I don't know how many podcasts started, like, right at the cusp of (laughs) COVID-19, the way that ours did. (laughs) Unintentionally? (laughs) Exactly. So I feel like it kind of just, we need to come in and talk a little bit about what's been going on over here. Like, the big shift... So, well, I guess the biggest shift is, yeah, that Um, Alex and I are trying to build out our podcast to be a little bit more than just us hanging out and laughing and sharing
3: it with you guys.
1: (laughs) We'll still be doing that, but, you know. Exactly. We'll still be doing that, but um, as we've stated throughout the last couple of episodes, because everything is just, like, very new, the new normal... Um, we're just trying to figure out how to best serve our community and, um, initially the podcast was supposed to be sort of this supplemental thing to the business that we already have and it's sort of turning out to be maybe a little bit more than that. The business. It's turning out to be the business. (laughs) At least for now. At least for the moment, right? And, um, just wanted to kind of like introduce the Patreon we began Patreon community that is really just to support the podcast so that we can support you guys. Maybe that's something we should talk about. Thanks, dudes! We have 500 downloads! We have 500 downloads! Is that a lot or a little? I can't tell. I don't know if it's, like, braggable or not. It's probably, like, nothing, but for us, it's a lot. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> like, to me, I'm like, holy shit. I mean, you're right. To me, I, I'm like, who are these people out there? Because I certainly don't know 500 people. Um, I'm also giving myself a hard time. Funny way to put it. (laughs) (laughs) When we first started, it was like, Mom, can you listen? (laughs) We need to get our listener count up. (laughs) Tell your sisters. Tell your friends. And now we've got all these, you know, 500 people that wanted to listen to us and download our episodes and hear the stories that we're sharing, which is really awesome.
2: It means so much so that we feel like we're not just talking to Freaking wall. <laughs>
1: yes, 100%. Basically. Uh, and do you know what? I had a really, like, emotional moment today, and I guess I should talk about it freely here because it was the truth and it's the way that I felt. Is, do you know, with all of the political bullshit that's happening and all of the, you know, societal bullshit that's happening and, you know, our, our brothers and sisters that are getting killed for just being for just taking up space and running in their neighborhoods and laying in their beds. I just was feeling, like, super helpless and just, like, what the fuck is the point of any of this? And I honestly, like, thought, well, girl, you've got a voice and you're sharing black stories and you're sharing women's stories and we're sharing, like, all types of incredible, resilient stories of badass people who... So true. Right? And that's what the mission is, and that's what we're doing to, I don't know, for the community. And that was a really great feeling. It was just like, we're the, this little bit that we're doing, I hope that uh, people out there know that we're doing it for them. Oh, I love that. You know, just like, we're out here, man. We're out here. I grew up not seeing these stories and not seeing other people who looked like me, and I just like don't want somebody to go through that if they don't have to, because we're here. We're here in our little... Multicultural Brooklyn. Yeah. Just like you. Being sad sometimes. <laughs> sometimes being sad. But um going through the same shit. We're here shaving off our eyebrows and cutting off
0: all of our eyelashes.
1: <laughs> Wait, speaking of, my little sister
2: texted me yesterday and she said, I thought you would like to know that while curling my lashes earlier. Half of the lashes on my right eye came off.
1: Oh, my God. And she
2: sent me a photo. She sent me a photo of the curler with almost all of her lashes. Stuck How did she to it. do that? I don't know. She said that she, she might have, like, moved a little while she was doing it and just pulled them. And honestly, <gasps> it's, she looks crazy. Oh, my God. And I was totally honest with her. I was like, girl, wear some eyeliner over that little
1: area <laughs> until those lashes grow back. She's so lucky to have an older sister like you.
2: Oh, my God. And I was dying, and she did not think it was funny yet.
1: Like, no, she was of course really not. Upset. Yeah, did it hurt? I feel like that would be so painful. She said it really hurt. Of course. She said it really hurt. Okay, you can tell her this. I once had a client come in. <laughs> sorry. No, I feel so I'm bad sorry. that I thought it was so fucking funny. No, you can share this with her. I had a client once come in, and she had a wedding. I think her best friend was maybe getting married at the end of that week, or, like, very soon, and that's why she was, like, practicing her makeup, and so she put her eyelash curler, like, she went to curl her lashes, and she sneezed. Girl. She pulled out all of her eyelashes. No. By the, no, this had happened three weeks prior, because by the time I saw her, they were growing in, but it was, like... Very, I was like, you need to wait another, I can't even put a lash on this. Like, there's nothing, there's, like, a nub. <laughs> there's, like, nothing there for me to even put on this. But how it's happened. I've, I've seen it oh. firsthand. I couldn't believe it. And she was, I mean, our age. It was a little bit different than, like, a 19-year-old. You know what I mean? This girl's, like, 34. She's like, yeah, I sneezed and pulled out all my lashes. What can you do to help me? <laughs> what are the chances, though, like, in your whole day? Let's say that
2: was the only time you sneezed. Right. It happened to be during the five fucking seconds that you were curling
1: your lashes yes i mean it would totally happen to me who walks into walls all the goddamn time i'm shocked it hasn't yet so we have a new segment and it's called beauty school and essentially it's just um where alex and i are going to be teaching you about ingredients and skincare and um brows just everything that we do in studio um that we're going to try to figure out how to audibly share with you Because we just know once you guys understand the science behind skin, you know, just really basic understanding of things. Like, yes, I'm a a science nerd. That's not even true. But I nerd out in the science of skin. I'll say that. I know that Alex, like, (laughs) because I'm not, like, a science nerd. Like, yeah, I like to look at the fucking Hubble telescope. That's not true. I don't do that. (laughs) so funny. (laughs) So good. (laughs) But, um... I just know from working on with so many women from like adult acne, hyperpigmentation, anti-aging, once you understand the science behind skincare, you are so powerful as a consumer because you just you're not wasting money anymore. You know what it is that you're buying, you know what it is that you want to improve, totally. and it just puts the power back in your hands. And then we can talk about really fun things like I don't know, azelaic acid and just like bullshit that we can't talk about right now because we don't know where you guys are in terms of like your skincare understanding. So yes,
2: it will be so nice to go look at a product and check out the ingredients and be like, this doesn't do shit. Why exactly. is
1: it $80? This exact, yes, girl. Oh, and that feels so good. When you look at something, and you're just like, that's bullshit. Yo, my boyfriend thinks that I'm such a hater because I watch like when we watch infomercials and I'm just like, that's not dermaplaning. That little, like, vibrating fuzzy pen from China isn't dermaplaning and he thinks that I'm, like, being a hater. And I'm not being a hater. I just want people to be educated so that they can say the same thing and look at a $20 (laughs) fucking commercial and be like, I don't want to do that. I'll go and see my homegirls or I'll go to the dermatologist or something along those lines. We just want to put the power back in your hands and we can do that once you're educated all right so let's talk about beauty school um beauty school dropout. <laughs> out need a song
2: jk neither of us dropped out
1: neither of us dropped out of beauty that's why we're school. here today i think we need a little intro song or something let's introduce this great um. segment so beauty school part one from the richly melanated to the not so melanated why we're the women for you So the cool thing about Alex and I is that we are skincare professionals, but we're also different ethnicities. And I bring it up because something that you guys may not know is that different levels of melanated skin can tolerate different types and concentration levels of ingredients. So what Alex's European Jewish American fair skin can tolerate isn't necessarily something that my black American skin can tolerate, but most beauty content that you read is generally made for the person that looks like the person writing it which is totally fine, unless you don't look like the person writing it. So, as I mentioned, Alex and I are skincare professionals. We're licensed estheticians, and we are obsessed with skincare that's results-oriented, no bullshit, no fluff, and full of active, scientifically-driven ingredients. We live and work in arguably the most ethnically and culturally diverse city in the world, and we actively work with and treat all shades of skin, from the richly melanated to the
2: not so melanated. So some questions that we get asked often by new clients are, why is skincare important? How can I take care of my skin? How do you get great skin? And what should a skincare routine consist of? If this sounds like you, now you know that you're not alone in wondering this. What does my skin need is the real question that has had you spinning in circles reading every goddamn fucking product review and purchasing every dumbass beauty writers, just kidding, must have it product in search of your perfect skin. I'm sorry, but I've tried so many of those products and most of them suck. But, and it's just a letdown. And I'm sure you guys can relate. Knowing what your skin needs implies that you know what is missing. And if you knew the answer to that question, you probably wouldn't be here, right? Right. Knowing the how and why of human skin is so instrumental in determining the right recipe for your skin. And if your eyes are beginning to glaze over at the thought of learning about science, I want to share this with you. There are very few women that I've encountered who are naturally blessed with gorgeous, poreless, perfect skin, except for Lacey, who is my best friend (laughs) and just has the most perfect freaking skin. For the rest of us, it takes work. Yes, sometimes a little more work than we want to put in, but it's all worth it.
1: It's all worth it. And also, if you're at home and you're saying, yeah, well, I've got a girlfriend who's got perfect skin. Also, we all have that one friend. She's the unicorn and it's fine. That's why she's your friend. (laughs) (laughs) But most of us are not like that. Most of us, we need to work a little bit harder and we are two of the most of us. (laughs) So, you know, you are not alone. (laughs) <laughs> Alice and I have successfully treated so many skin conditions that I know the secret behind beautiful skin starts with understanding the basic functions of skin, our skin's regeneration process, and how the skin actually works as part of our bodies. So once this basic understanding is met, then we can all talk about important ingredients needed for healthy skin, and then we can talk about the difference between natural, organic, and cleanly synthesized ingredients versus greenwashing and shitty drugstore products that are full of junk. So once you can decipher through the bullshit that is the United States of America beauty and skincare market, you're honestly going to love working on your skin. You're gonna know the exact combination of ingredients that you need for your skin as you move through the different seasons of life. And if you get stuck, we'll be here to guide you as much as possible.
2: Yeah, Elizabeth (laughs) and I are going to share everything that we've learned in correcting and maintaining our own skin, as well as the secrets that we have shared with tons of women across age, color, and skin condition spectrums. The biggest secret to success with anything in life is understanding and comprehension. Breaking things down to their smallest parts, and then putting it all back together as a system. Right? Fuck yeah! If you're ready to nerd out with us, <laughs> sorry,
1: <laughs> sorry. <Haterical>. No, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: if you're ready to nerd out with us, we are pulling back the curtain to teach you everything that you need to know about the science behind skin, how to discover what is it that your skin needs, as well as the different ingredients that will help you get to your skin goals. But before that, let's get some skincare basics under our belts and jump into the second part of today's beauty school lesson. Part two, a skincare routine breakdown.
1: So the foundational categories of any basic skincare routine are first a cleanser, so, at its most basic form, the purpose of a cleanser is to gently cleanse your skin of impurities, dirt, oil, and makeup. And I have to interject something here because I've heard a lot of people, a lot of my clients, underestimate the importance of a good cleanser. Many people stating that they all do the same thing. But honestly, this couldn't be further from the truth. A good cleanser is the cornerstone of any great skincare routine. There are so many different types of cleansers, from active cleansers to non-active cleansers, milky cleansers, jelly cleansers, gel cleansers. Honestly, I often see the biggest and most immediate change in a client's skin when they switch to an active cleanser. So all cleansers are not created equal.
2: Not at all. They are so important. Please don't come to me and tell me you use all these amazing products and then you Tell Me, you don't use a cleanser because that just doesn't make any sense.
1: Alex how is said,
2: anything going me. to penetrate? Don't come at me with any of that, okay?
1: Alex just said, Don't come at me with skincare, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it's okay if you do. I'm just going to tell you to get a cleanser <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I'm just trying to point out that if you're using great products, I'm so proud of you, but if you're not cleansing your face prior to using these products they're not going to penetrate the same. So just food for thought.
1: Absolutely, because you're spending all of this great money on incredible products, but if what's the point is if they don't even penetrate through your skin. So we're just looking out for you and your wallet at the end of the day. Yes. So step two is an exfoliator. So- I just um, got
2: a boner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love
2: exfoliation so much.
1: Oh my God. Yes, <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. Yes, dude, get a boner, get a hard on for an exfoliator because <laughs> it's this is the key to beautiful skin. Underline, highlight, put a star next to this bad boy. This is the step to success, and we're going to talk to you more about exfoliation and why this is so important at uh, next week. But <laughs> get a hard on for a good exfoliator. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Honestly, anytime I really like something's going on with my skin. I exfoliate and the next day, I swear, it just, it always does the trick, but the real trick is finding an exfoliator that's appropriate for your skin type and your skin conditions. So that's something that we are here to guide you with. A hundred percent. Right on. Yeah. So third step in any amazing skincare routine is a toner. So in my opinion, and I know in Elizabeth's opinion and many other estheticians would agree too. A daily toner is only necessary if your cleanser is not pH balanced, um, or if you have an oil control problem, or if the toner doubles as another product, such as an exfoliator, because some toners will have acids in them, so they will work as an exfoliator.
1: Totally. Um, And all of the great toners that you hear these days, that Goop is talking about, that Allure, that like all the top beauty products, such as like the Biologique Toner, those are toners mm -hmm. with exfoliators in them, and that's why you see such a big difference. Like... Just a witch hazel toner, it might do some great things for your skin, but it's not going to make an amazing difference the way that you read some certain toners do. And those certain so certain toners that make big differences happen to have exfoliating ingredients in them.
2: Yes, that's why people love them. And things that we'll go over in the future will include how often to use them. Totally. You know, because if your toner has some acids, but you also have an actual exfoliator, you're probably confused as to what days you should be using which product, and we're going to help you with that.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, (laughs) So the fourth step is correctives. Often mistakenly lumped together under the term serum, these are the products that you use to actually change your skin condition or help improve your skin type. Also, friends, all serums do not do the same thing. Nope. There are hydrating serums, brightening serums, anti-aging serums, acne serums, etc. I bring this up because when going through individual skincare routines, oftentimes clients will say, then I do a serum, without actually knowing what the fuck the serum is meant to accomplish. This is also where you'll find your retinoids, vitamin Cs, and under eye creams, other things like that.
1: Um, what about when you ask somebody what their serum does and they just look at you like you have five heads? They're like, it's a serum. Exactly. It's It's a serum. What? Aren't you like a professional bitch? You don't know what a serum does? It's like, (laughs) (laughs) people know what your serum does. You know what your serum does. I know what they do. I'm asking you for a reason. Don't come at me. (laughs) (laughs) But that's also
2: while, that's why we're here also, because you can write to us and ask us, you know, I'm using such and such serum. Yes. Should I be using it? What is it even doing for me? Because you don't know. Sometimes you just read that something's great and everyone at Sephora has bought it, you know? Yes, 100 Which is fine. I get it. I get it. Yes. But,
1: but you're not going to have to go blindly anymore and just buy things that everybody else buys because they're quote unquote no, great after. We're,
2: we're yes. going to help you to buy things that are for your skin specifically
1: and you're going to love us. Yes. So next is a weekly mask. So a weekly mask is a more intense at-home treatment to treat your skin type or your skin condition. So we're gonna go into more detail of the difference between skin type and skin condition again in the future, but this is really just a general breakdown so that you know what the heck you're looking at going into uh, skincare, if you're going into it for the first time, or even if you are um, a little bit more of a seasoned pro. So examples of the the, uh, different masks, are an exfoliating mask, you can do a hydrating mask, you can do a detoxifying clay mask. So there's a bunch of different types. Again, they all do different things um, depending on what you're looking for them to do. And we'll go over more of those in the future. Love a good mask, but I feel like there's a
2: lot of masks out there these days because they're so, they're just everywhere. Yes. I feel like there are a lot that are fine, you know, maybe people do them because they're fun, but don't you want a mask that can really do something great for your skin?
1: Mask And be fun? Yes. I love, I mean, like anything that we use. I love when I use a mask and the next morning I wake up and I look in the mirror and it's like, bitch, whoa.
3: Like,
1: yes, you have new skin. <laughs> just like, where did yeah. that come from? That's the type of mask that we need to find for you because it can make a huge difference in just like your day-to-day looking fantastic. It can also fuck you up if you've got the wrong mask. <laughs> True. <laughs> like... I've seen girls, you know, you've got the whole halo red face because you used the wrong mask, so.
2: Yeah, or because you used an exfoliating mask when you already exfoliated and used a
1: retinoid that night and you didn't realize because no one tells you, but that's why we're here. Exactly, absolutely. All right, so the second to last step of any great skincare routine is a daily moisturizer. And if if you have any reservations on this, I don't care what you say. (laughs) Just stop. You need a moisturizer. You You need it. You need it. Do you know why? Because a moisturizer is the combination of water and oil. You can't just use an oil. You can't just splash water on your face. You need the combination of both because your skin needs both because your skin is an organ, which is made up of cells, which need water and nutrients to thrive. So all skin types need a moisturizer.
2: Need, need, need. Yes. I don't care if you're oily. You need it. We'll, we'll find, find a good moisturizer yes, you for your oily skin. Yes, will find a good skin.
1: astringent moisturizer for your oily skin. Your cells need it. You, you need it. Trust us. <laughs>
2: you need it. <laughs> Promise. Um, the last step in any amazing skincare routine is SPF. Fuck yes. <laughs> for real. If you never cared about sun damage or protecting your the sun before, do yourself a goddamn favor and start now before it's too late because the sun and UV rays are the largest cause of extrinsic aging, intrinsic aging, and the physiological breakdown that occurs naturally due to genetics and the passage of time is going to happen regardless. Why are you trying to age yourself prematurely on the beach? You know what's sexier than a sun-kissed 20-something in 2020? A gorgeous, smooth-skinned, even-toned, and fresh-faced 50-something-year-old without skin cancer. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You think I'm joking? Look at J-Lo. The woman is arguably aging backwards and can hold her own against any young pop starlet today. So go get yourself a freaking hat. Use it as an excuse to build a bomb wardrobe. And wear SPF 45 or higher. And it doesn't count if it's in your foundation people okay i'm just letting you know (laughs) (laughs) apologies for the spf ramp but i promise myself that i'm staying young and hot for life and i want the same for you okay i really do
1: (laughs) yes girls even though your parents are caribbean or even though you feel like you're just your pale skin just looks healthier with a nice tan the sun is changing and the ozone layer is changing I'm a woman of color who, for the first time in 34 years, is beginning to feel my skin burn as I walk up my Brooklyn block to the bodega. So, Welcome. <laughs> yes. How do you guys deal with this? How can the entire race life. of people just, like, you know, be allergic to the sun? <laughs> I know. Doesn't make any
2: and sense. with all of this said, I actually am a big beach bum, and I love the sun. I just take proper precautions to protect myself. So I'm not... I feel like there are estheticians who are just so, like, do not be in the sun ever, ever, ever. And that's not what I'm saying. Right. I'm just saying, like, enjoy your life, but be careful.
1: Totally. I mean, you need vitamin D, first of all. We all know in New York City, <laughs> like, once winter comes and we get a lack of vitamin D, it's like we are all just trying to make it through and, like, survive. Yeah. So you need vitamin D, and that's yeah. the, the only way. The sun is I- important. It's important. The sun is healthy in some ways. A hundred percent. And there's so many great SPFs. There's Super Supergoop. There's um, Kula. There's some really beautiful... There's uh, PCA, which is my absolute favorite. There's incredible um, organic, all-natural sunscreens, if that's one of your concerns. There's great chemical-filled sunscreens that are still going to keep you protected from mm-hmm. the sun. Regardless, just please do yourself a favor. We're already dealing with the coronavirus. You don't need to deal with skin cancer also. Like, just say For real. That. And here's one last thing, which we're also going to cover in another topic, which I didn't realize until I went to aesthetic school. But do you know what a tan is? I know you know, Alex. A tan is a scar. A tan is your skin's way of saying to your body, something is trying to fucking kill our organs, so let's shoot up some melanosomes so that we can protect ourselves. It's literally you're scarring yourselves. Sorry to scare you.
2: (laughs) That's the truth. That's what tanning is. It's scary. It's scary. Definitely don't go to tanning beds. I hope no one does that anymore, right?
1: Well, except for our president. That guy just, like, you know, (gasps) moved one into the office, so...
2: Uh, well, that's okay, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's This is the
3: one time that I will
1: say it's fine to use a tanning bed. Anybody else? Anybody, Go right ahead, babe. Anybody not at sixteen hundred right Pennsylvania Avenue? Don't use. <laughs> don't use a
2: tanning bed. <laughs> Other than him, please don't. Yes. Um, but please protect yourselves. It's important. And especially if you have skin cancer in your family, be extra careful.
1: A hundred percent. I have friends who in their thirties started to get cancerous moles removed. I have my neighbor who, you know, is in her thirties and <laughs> I love her. She's like, I'm a New York Jew born in the seventies. We went to Jones Beach and slapped ourselves in baby oil. Yeah. And now I'm paying the price. And yeah. it's it's a shame. Don't do that to yourself. Put on SPF. Look young and hot for life. We're going to help you do that, guys.
2: By life. By life. All right, yeah. dude. You're only allowed in our crew if you're willing to look young and hot for life. <laughs> <laughs> at least work at it. You're only allowed in our crew if you wear SPF. <laughs> yeah. Can't talk to you if you don't. Sorry.
1: Speaking of doing stupid things when we are younger... Should we talk about some segments? Yeah. Should we switch over to, I didn't know then, but I'm older now. Yeah, I didn't wear sunscreen when I was younger. I didn't wear sunscreen until, how long have I been an esthetician? Six years? I didn't wear sunscreen until six years ago, literally. Wow. Yeah. I mean...
2: Yeah, I remember my dad chasing me at the beach when I was like a teenager to put sunscreen on my back. And
1: I was like, no, I want a tan. Oh, what a great dad. I was just like, bitch, I'm black.
0: (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe.
1: It's not, I mean, yes, I'm black, but you, here's the hilarious thing. So I went to St. Lucia last year, mm-hmm. and my partner, who I've mentioned before, is Irish and Polish, and so I was running around like, babe, sunscreen, 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 sunscreen. And my ass, I was like, you know, I'm African. I can, spend st- <laughs> I can spend 10 minutes in the sun. Yo, a bitch is not African. You're a New Yorker. My, I had... <laughs> Within like 10 minutes, sun, like, what's it called? Sun rash. Blisters oh coming up, itchy blisters coming up on my skin because I'm not African. My melanin is not that strong. <laughs> like, turns out, turns out, I'm not that African. No, I'm a goddamn New Yorker and I'm not used to that Caribbean, West Indian sun. And that showed me. So, yeah. Didn't know then. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> didn't know them but i know a year later no exactly oh god um yeah let's get into a segment yes 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 so should i tell the people about making my own chemical peel you
2: should because i don't even know about it and i'd (laughs) like to know what number okay before you even tell it i i would like you to also answer the following questions okay. number one what made you think i should make my own chemical peel and oh. number two what made you even feel confident enough to do it because
1: i want to find that confidence in my everyday life <laughs> okay so when yeah. i first went to aesthetic school i went in because i worked with a lot of hippies and they told me about you know just using all natural ingredients and using aesthetic um excuse me essential oils and natural oils and I've always had really, really sensitive skin, and I've always had really, really dry skin. But I would use, you know, like Palmer's cocoa butter, which is like, you know, better than most things, but it's still like, you know, full of mineral oil and shit, and not mm-hmm. probably not that much real cocoa butter, and just like terrible things that never actually hydrated my skin, never fixed my skin. So once I started using natural ingredients and use, making my own products, and I saw a difference, I thought that I was the shit, and I was like, nobody, ain't nobody no shit besides me. <laughs> what well, can so bitch confident. make? A bitch can make anything. <laughs> so when I was in aesthetic school, you know, they teach you you take a class on chemistry and chemical peels and you learn, you know, you learn about the different ingredients and the different formulations and that it takes to make these products. And because at the time I was making a lot of my own products and I had a source to get ingredients such as pure lactic acid and pure AGs. i just oh thought oh my god what do these bitches know that i don't like fuck this i'm about to be a, a rock star
2: dr so, elizabeth
1: doc- dr taylor chemist <laughs> and i mean the reality is like i've always been really interested in like alchemy and in mixing things and yeah It does sound cool. Do you know, it's always been really fun. And because it got me that this far, so far, I thought, what's a chemical peel? Yo. Just some chemicals. My shit, my skin peeled for days, for days. Like I had to go to the drugstore to get just like over the counter cortisone and just pray that somehow that would like fix it. When Kevin had a friend visiting and he just looked at my skin and was like, so you did a bad chemical peel or something?
2: For oh my the, God. Dude,
1: it was awful. It was awful. What was your
2: skin like after? Did it actually look good? Once it was gorgeous worked? afterwards.
1: <laughs> it really oh, my God. So, actually, I'm really impressed. It sounds scary as fuck, though. Don't do it again. I will, but it, I will never do it again because I it burned... It, Girls, do not do this at home. I'm telling you this because do not do this at home. Like oh you just don't know. It probably know.
2: Al- it must have altered the shit out of your skin's pH.
1: Yes, exactly. And it's just so many things that you don't know. And when you're looking in the mirror and your skin is just peeling for like literally a week, and you don't know what you put on it, so you don't know how to make it stop.
2: Oh my god. This is hilarious. <laughs> You're so like, this bad. is it. This is actually my calling. I'm just going to make my own chemical was peels. so
1: bad. After that, I took the PCA <laughs> course <laughs> immediately after that.
2: <laughs> I never, I've never even thought, okay, no, I've never even thought about making my own chemical peels. In fact, even as an esthetician, I was scared for so long to get a chemical peel.
1: Well, here's the fucked up thing is I've met so many women who were like, well, I just went and bought like a chemical peel off of Amazon and I'm coming to see you because that was a huge mistake.
2: Okay. That's like just as scary as just, buying it's...
1: one from you that you made. Exactly. It's the same thing. And <laughs> that's why I feel like I need to tell the story. Actually more scary because at least you're a licensed esthetician. Exactly. At least I kind of, I mean, I didn't, girl, oh I wasn't God, even please, licensed at everyone that point. I'm not going to out... lie. I was still in school. So that was the scary part. No, so, <laughs> everyone out there, don't buy chemical pills off Amazon. I didn't even know they had them and I don't even want to look. Dude, exactly. That's why I'm telling, I probably shouldn't have even said that, but that's why I'm bringing this story up because it's awful. And I shouldn't have said that my skin looks great afterwards because for the first goddamn nine days and my boyfriend's looking at me and he's saying to me, (laughs) he was so mad at me. He was like, you are not a scientist. What is wrong with you? You cannot just put chemicals on your skin. Honestly, though, you
2: believe in yourself so much, and I really appreciate that.
1: Oh, thanks, girl. (laughs) Yeah, well, I don't know where I get this confidence from. Thank God I'm still young and hot. Didn't fuck myself up, because that could have gotten so That could have done permanent damage. It could have done permanent damage. That's what I want to tell you, girls. Don't do your own chemical peel at home ever, especially if you're a woman of color, because I'm so lucky my color came back. I, I know, or
2: that you didn't have any um hyperpigmentation. I didn't, exactly. From them. I'm
1: so lucky you didn't have any hyperpigmentation. I'm still, like, they're so like there's so there's so much luck in this story.
2: I didn't know them, but I'm older now. <laughs> don't make your own <laughs> fucking chemical peel.
1: No, don't do that. Um moving on to <laughs> some listener letters. Also,
2: don't mix vodka and champagne like I used to do when I was younger.
1: Oh, tell us about that.
2: Oh, um is that it? Lacey and I used to make drinks I don't even want to say cocktails because they were not well thought out like a nice cocktail in our early 20s we would just be like we want to get really drunk and like catch up with everyone so we'd make champagne and vodka together.
1: It was it bad. Like a bad headache the next day.
2: I don't know. I feel like up until like 2526 I could handle it all.
1: <laughs> it's true. It's true. dude me. So too. that's
2: another PSA. You actually you know tell? what you can mix vodka and champagne in in a nice champagne cocktail but we used to do it i remember us doing it with bubblegum flavored vodka oh my god mixed with champagne yeah that didn't know then such, but i know now yeah, that was that's such a, a white girl bad thing.
1: idea bubblegum flavored vodka <laughs> it was like such
2: right like where did we get it why did we get it, it sounds fucking gross
1: <laughs> like from 2000 to two like two, no this is like early aughts for sure bubblegum vodka i remember every yeah, white yeah, girl yeah. coming across was like do you
2: have like oh. bubblegum vodka yeah. Yeah. Oh, you were bartending. I was bartending. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, I was too broke to go to bars at that point so. <laughs> That's why oh, we were at parties mixing this and solo cups.
1: God. Oh my god. Okay, so also should we tell should you tell the people your tickle story? Should we save it for another day?
2: I think we should save it. It's so good and special. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'll know when the time is right okay you're
2: right (laughs) okay so that's true
1: okay so let's go now to our listener questions so milk with your dinner is a segment that alex and i created about living in a multicultural world um, and the differences within multicultural relationships. So, for example, I personally date a white man. Alex is Jewish and also dates a white guy, but you know, it's still different. And so he's like it, a
2: different white. He's like a
1: normal white, but it's just ex- hilarious things that happen within multicultural relationships that you just either didn't know existed or whatever they yeah, are. but like they're funny hilarious. Stuff. It's
0: hilarious.
2: Yeah. Uh, speaking of hilarious, we have this email. From our listener Karen. And okay, just the subject line made me giggle because it says penis cup (laughs) dot 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 what? (laughs) So the email reads, hey, Elizabeth and Alex. So over last summer, I started to notice that my darling partner was leaving a drinking glass on the bathroom vanity. And I was just like, oh, he's rinsing with Listerine. I then used said cup for Listerine as well, not thinking much about it. Then one day I noticed the cup was on the floor under the vanity. Odd. I questioned him about it. Turns out he's been using the cup to wash his dick in the (laughs) sink. (laughs) Because he's too lazy to walk 36 inches to the shower and use the shower head. Wondering why there was always water all over <laughs> the vanity top and dripping onto the cabinets. It's dick water on my bathroom vanity. <laughs> For the record, he grew up in Cuba, and perhaps they all use dick cups. I come from an Italian family, and we prefer a bidet. <laughs> Maybe dick cup is just a low-budget bidet? <laughs> from a <cavern>. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Everything about it. I just want to know when she asked him like what the deal with the cup was. He was just like, "Uh, it's for my dick." Duh. A little
3: bunch like, of Like, Assuming a
2: bunch of dick. I wonder if he kind of was like, "Oh, obviously she knows that this cup is for my dick," or if he didn't think about it because he's just like, "I've always had a dick cup."
1: Right. Like, bitch. Why? To keep like, the dick fresh. Exactly. Why are you just catching on to the dick cup? It's been here for years. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh my and god! She was then rinsing her. Well, maybe the Listerine killed any of the dick germs. That's a great point. I think so. So, Karen, I think you'll you're gonna be okay, <laughs> like physically. <laughs> Mentally,
1: I don't know. Um, Alex, have you encountered anything similar to a dick cup? Yes. You have. <laughs> <laughs> you said it there- so calmly that it shocked
2: me. <laughs> There's no cup. But my husband will, after we have done the deed, after we've made whoopee, <laughs> 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 when he's lazy, instead of going to shower, he will just toss his dick into the sink <laughs> and do a little rub a So
1: it's like a dick sink. That's so much with Yeah, dick so cup. we
2: don't have a cup. I should suggest the cup to I him. was
1: going to say so who's doing it better? Karen? Karen, Karen your man might have it together. He's I got mean, a he technique. at least is using a cup. He's got a technique. I mean, he's, he's getting not the water his dick everywhere all around anyway. the thing. That's
2: yeah.
1: true. <laughs> 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 Ladies, please let us know if your men also use dick cups. Yeah, I want to know how many dick cups are out there. I don't have a dick cup in my house. I'm pretty positive I'm positive. I also just
2: want to know that, like, me and Karen aren't alone and that it's not just our men who are lazy <laughs> and don't want to take a full shower after sexy time.
1: Yes, or just a rag, you know, that's another option. <laughs> like, a wipe would even be more normal. Or if I, I just don't know. Just slap it around, the cover sink is great. <laughs> I picture it very like playing with rubber ducky, like, pretty, like, fun. <laughs>
2: Never look at bathroom sinks the same. Karen, thank you for that because it made me laugh so damn hard. Oh, God. That was great. Thank you. This was the second time I read it. I was laughing the first time I was crying. Yes. Because it just <laughs> took me by surprise. I was like, oh, shit. Also, I'd never discuss this with anyone. I'm happy
1: that we can, like, kind of discuss it. Thank uh, you. I know. You see? That's why we need this segment. Milk? Breaking barriers, I tell with you. Dinner? You got to know. You got to know. Cup for your penis? <laughs> <laughs> oh so great okay so not to i hate that we have to move on but we do because we've got more hilarity for you guys so um our next um hey Lady" hey is i didn't know then but i'm older now and this is the second half of a clip that we played last season from our caller um named cheyenne from la And if you missed the first season, please go back and listen to the COVID mini number one, because Cheyenne tells us about how when she was younger, she hated her eyebrows and her eyelashes because they were just like too unruly. And so she decided to (laughs) cut all of her eyelashes off and shave off off her eyebrows. (laughs) And she left us another story aside from that one, which was just so good, but... We needed to separate them so that you guys didn't die from laughter. So <laughs> I'm so excited for this because I have not heard it. Right. Oh, it's so good. Okay. So here's part two of Cheyenne's story.
3: I don't know why I just thought having big lips was just the worst thing anyone, any God could have cursed me with. And I'm like, so I'm like, I have these big lips. People also point that out as well. You know, like I said earlier, I was trying to be conspicuous. So I'm like, okay, what what can I do to, um, you know, go back into my corner and so I'm, like, walking around with these big lips people were talking about, and I'm like, oh, I see all these girls with, you know, a lot of my friends that I was surrounded with growing up. Not to say that all people of this race have them, but, you know, we're white or Asian. And so I didn't really have, um, like, a similar, I guess, a similar friend group that had, like, similar features as me. So I was just the only one, and I be pointed out the most. I didn't want to be pointed out the most. So then there was this period of my time. I think it was, like, Maybe a few months because I think I just got tired. My lip muscles just got tired of doing this. But I would uh, curl my lips in to my mouth and like (laughs) try to like eliminate the volume on my (laughs) my lips, so I wouldn't um, just be walking around with these big lips. So, so yeah. So then in pictures too, I would try to like curl my lips in. to make them um, you know a little bit smaller and thinner. yeah i was i would look back at some pictures i'm like what in the (laughs) hell and so i uh you know it took me a while to finally appreciate i don't even think i started appreciating my like my whole feature facial features until like maybe a year or two ago but even before a year or two ago like i remember that lip like that kylie (laughs) lip challenge or whatever when people were doing a suction cup with their uh with their lips they would put like a glass around them and then like really like pop some blood vessels to make their (laughs) lips look bigger and i'm like all right all right so if people are out here doing these crazy who would have thought like activities to make their lips bigger because i'm like why and so i'm like they must want big lips and so then i'm like well maybe duh, dummy once again i should appreciate my big lips instead of trying to make them look smaller all the time so um now you know I just be going out with um I just be doing the duck face all the time (laughs) now Uh I'm only trying to show them off I guess um because I appreciate them now but before yeah I was trying to curl those you know these guys right on into my mouth and try to pretend like I didn't have big lips so yep 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 so just (laughs) you know some silly things I did I don't know how I end up doing that for months though because I get tired of like just I don't even know. I don't know how I can get tired of (laughs) curling my lips and like that all the time. Every time I went out in public, but yeah, that's that story. That story.
1: Could you imagine walking around looking like a grimace, just walking around looking (laughs) like constantly, all the time? (laughs) time. Oh my god, the shit that we
2: do. She's like, I'm trying to be inconspicuous. Meanwhile, it's like you're so noticeable. You look crazy, tucking in your lip That you're gonna get more attention oh my god so funny being
1: did she say how old she was when she was doing that she said like two years remember. ago and she was 20 when she she is 20 now so oh this my god i'm like... happy that she's like oh, okay with her lips now well i just love that and sometimes it takes that right is seeing other people being like oh this is a thing like people... Yeah, this is
2: like a thing people spend lots of money on and right, inject exactly. it into their face for.
1: Exactly, exactly. People be popping blood vessels. <laughs> just that cracks me up. Trying to, trying to get these lips. Oh my god, so good. She is
2: so beyond cute, it kills me. I know. Hilarious. Cheyenne, you probably have some other
1: good shit. Send it our I way. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, not that we necessarily have to talk about this on the show, but like the other thing with Cheyenne is like Cheyenne was a junior Olympic ice skater, like a figure skater, like such an incredible, right? like a total badass, such an incredible badass. And this poor girl is like, you know, built like an athlete and she's a black girl and she's competing against like these white and Asian girls. And so she's just thinking like to try to fit into that mold. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, she's the goddamn Serena Williams of like ice skating. Except with the fucking grimace lip <laughs> and no eyebrows.
2: <laughs>
1: oh my gosh, she's She is so funny. Oh, I love her. We gotta put, we're gonna have to put some um up on our Instagram we'll put some uh, I figure skating images of Cheyenne. So you don't have to picture her with no eyebrows, no eyelashes. You can just see her <laughs> yeah. like, gracefully dancing around that. It'll brain. be very easy. <laughs> It'll be very easy. <laughs> but guys, please, please send us your voicemails or send us your emails. Laughter is the best medicine, especially these days. And we want to laugh with you at all of your terrible beauty mistakes and your beauty blunders. And your you didn't know then, but you're older now. And your milk with your dinners. Ah, uh, this just like makes my life just laughing with you girls at Same. all this Like
2: and then finding out things that you can relate on. It's totally, like cool. totally it
1: a hundred percent be hilarious. So send us if you also have a dick cup. <laughs> Floating around in your bathroom. Do you have
2: a dick cup in your home?
1: (laughs) And also send us if you've ever been, uh, I don't know, I guess if you ever tried to hide your natural, um, beautiful facial features because you're so insecure at the time and you think that they're terrible and you make terrible mistakes, but now you love them. We want to see pictures. We want to hear your stories. (laughs) So send them in. You can send us your voicemails. To... Wait, I just thought
2: of something. Tell
1: okay, great, love it. Tell me.
2: It's fucking weird. Okay. <laughs> when I was like ten or eleven, I really wanted to have um, braces or a retainer. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, like everyone had them, and I have naturally straight teeth, which I am grateful for now, obviously. But at the time I was like, what the fuck? Everyone gets to have these things and I don't. And honestly, even if I needed them, my dad would have been like, this is expensive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Seriously.
2: So I made my own retainer. Out of what? <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking weird. It was a paper clip. I thought of this my very own self. It was a paper clip that I like unwound and uh-huh. would just put it on my top row of teeth. Like oh, I no, had a retainer. Do that.
1: Send us your emails if you didn't do that when you were again. Wait, <laughs> you did that? Of course I did. Wait, I thought, I thought of that all in my own. Wait, well, how long? Let's, wait, I think I did it for one day. Did you do this for like a year?
0: Like how often did you oh, put the retainer in? At least for in? like
1: a couple months. Oh, like every day you put your retainer in?
2: I had to my retainer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the orthodontist said, duh. <laughs>
1: That's what the orthodontist Mr. Teddy Bear told you you had to do. <laughs> yeah.
2: He was like, girl, you got to wear this every day. And I was like, oh, my God. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Please can people write in about that? Because now that I know you've done that, there's mm-hmm. probably a lot of other people.
1: Because when you're a kid, all you want to do is fit in. It doesn't matter if it's something as stupid as fucking braces where you look awful. It's just like I just want to be like everybody else.
2: I know. Can so I stupid. A retainer? But um, please write to us at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast at gmail.com. Yes. with any of your milk with your dinner stories mm-hmm. and i didn't know then but i'm older now
1: and also any skincare or brow questions please send yes. them our way send them your send send them our way <laughs> also, <laughs> send them, send them. <laughs> you can also you leave us a voicemail on our google voice number and we're repping long island hard with our 516 <laughs> number <laughs> so please leave us a voicemail 516-531-3970. for all of you millennials who are afraid to speak to people on the phone we're not answering you can just leave us a voicemail ain't nobody going to answer that phone so don't you, yeah. we're to to you
0: don't worry we're not trying to talk to you we're not
1: trying to talk to you just leave us a voicemail so we can hear your beautiful voice and laugh along with you we're also going to be trying out instagram lives
2: Yes, very excited for that.
1: So you can actually see your little faces. We're kind of cute. We are. Right. Um, We're cute. We look good. <laughs> we look good. We look good. All right. I and... look crazy right now, but I'll look good for Instagram Live. <laughs> I'm so excited for this Instagram Live because, y'all, I'm putting on makeup. I'm putting on an <laughs> outfit. I'm, like, so excited to see strangers for the first time in weeks. So we're going to try Same. to be doing those, I think, on Thursdays. So the day before we release our podcast, we're going to be on IG Live. We don't know what time it is, so we'll come back at you guys with that. But that's exciting. And my yeah. Patreon
2: patreon this is the most exciting thing
1: yes ever ever uh all right you're right it is ever so (laughs) um alex and i are really pumped because we hold on one second okay dudes so this is something that alex and i have been really trying to figure out obviously since covid the covid crisis began And we just didn't know, I mean, nobody knows anything, right? Even today, we have no idea what tomorrow's going to look like. But we wanted to have some sort of certainty when it came to you girls, because y'all are the reason that we get up every day. You're our babes, and we want to be sure that we're taking care of you. So, with so much unknown, and the threat of the worst economic depression since the Great Depression, and with no signs of a vaccine for many more months to come... We want to make sure that even though you guys might not be able to get your monthly facials or your monthly brows, that doesn't mean that you can't look fly. So moving forward, we are going to try to be one, obviously, your virtual estheticians. We already spoke about that. We want to keep you guys gorgeous and bomb, but we also want to do it through whatever budget you might have. Um, obviously, here, you guys, some of you might not have ever known us, but some of our regular um. Clients that come to see us us at the shop. If you guys can't come and see us in real life for a while, we want to make sure that we can continue to bring you everything that you need for your skin, for your brows, for your emotional well being, for everything. So, our Patreon community is incredible. We are starting with memberships at just $1 a month. $1 a month! Because just we, a buck. Just a buck. We want to make sure that you guys can listen to us, but even more than listening to us, we're going to, on our Patreon community, give you virtual consultations. We'll be able to work with you individually to give you bespoke products recommendations. We'll be able to give you guys downloads. We'll be able to upload videos. Um, and it's really just so that we can have a little bit of revenue coming in because we don't know what is going to be going on in the future. But additionally, some of the products that we sell, we can't sell to you without seeing your skin. They're medically, medical grade or they're professional grade. So we need to be able to give you a virtual consultation before we can recommend and allow you to buy some of these products. So for just literally a dollar a month, that's only $12 a year. You have two fucking badass bitch estheticians coming yeah, at you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we love what we do and we love you girls and we're going to promise to put everything that we can into serving you to the best of our abilities through the podcast obviously but especially through our patreon community
2: yes the patreon is great you'll be able to book virtual consultation and based on many things that we will ask you about we'll then basically write you a prescription for which products we recommend Obviously, you're not obligated to purchase stuff, um, but the products that we recommend, they're only a couple different lines, and they are very results-driven, medical-grade skin care that we stand behind and can pretty much promise that they will give you what you're looking for. Um,
1: and we also want to say that even if you can't afford to buy products, like we said, we know that you're not going to be working. We're also going to be putting out like DIY recipes that you can buy different ingredients from Amazon and put together your own skin, aside from a cleanser, <laughs> like aside yeah. from a chemical peel. But other things like exfoliators and like moisturizers and clean oils, we can totally give you guys individual recommendations so that you can make products not super active products, but they will get the job done and you'll know that they're specifically tailored to your skin type, condition, lifestyle, budget, everything.
2: So exciting. I cannot wait to share this with everyone
1: and to be able to help everyone in their skincare journey. Yeah, dudes, we fucking love you. So excited.
2: So stoked.
1: So and, stoked. Oh, and we're even going to be filming. I mean, all right, right now we're still in, in uh, self-isolation, social distancing Fingers crossed in two weeks, Alex and I will be able to get together and film some video for you, but we're going to have a YouTube channel and we're going to be uploading videos. Like we really want to build out this community and just like have uh, thousands of badass bitches (laughs) walking around looking fresh because we can help you guys through this really crazy time. Yeah. Anything else?
2: no i'm just excited
1: i'm just excited too so check out our patreon patreon.com slash podcast check out www.truebeautybrooklynpodcast.com where you can find episodes uh, more information about our episodes more information about us upcoming episodes you can find our patreon page you can find out information about our guests and we didn't even mention the badass guests that we have coming on for this season we have incredible women that are entrepreneurial, that live locally, that are going to inspire you that to live your best, most incredible, most fulfilling life, regardless of yes. COVID-19 or not. Yes. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of things coming at you guys. But I'm excited for all of it. I'm so excited for all of it. So that's it. We'll see you guys next week. Send us your letters. Send us your emails. Check us out on Instagram at True Beauty Brooklyn or at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast. And we'll see you next week.
2: See you next week. Bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old.